G'day, my name is Sam Marwood. I'm on the board of the Organic and Regenerative Investment Cooperative um, and also the Managing Director of Cultivate Farms. So this episode uh, that I recorded with Rob Fenton, who's the head teacher at the National Environment Centre, uh, is all focused around education and how do you go about getting started in organic farming and how do you build your skills, where do you go to, who do you talk to, uh, and how you just go about making sure your skills are uh, uh, top-notch uh, when it comes to farming. Rob is a guru in the education space in agroecology and also organic farming. So it was a real pleasure to unpack these questions with Rob. Rob, uh, I hope you enjoy. Well, welcome to another episode of How to Make an Organic Farming Movement from Scratch, brought to you by the good people at the Organic and Regenerative Investment Cooperative, otherwise known as Ori Co-op. And I am now speaking with Rob Fenton, who is the head teacher uh, at the National Environment Centre in Albury as part of uh, TAFE New South Wales. Rob, thank you very much for joining me. No worries, Sam. Good to see you. You too, mate. And uh, you were one of the first people I spoke to when I started out on my crazy adventure with Cultivate Farms. And you've, you've joined me as well with, the, with this crazy adventure with Ori Culp as well <laughs> on the board. So it's... Uh, I well remember that first conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was, it was great to finally meet someone who got what we're trying to do. And I think it's the same thing with Ori Culp. I think that's why we're on the board is um, we get the vision of what's trying to happen yeah, here. Absolutely. So, Rob, our topic within this uh, theme of creating a, a movement is organic farm management opportunities. You are the first person most people think of when they think of organic farming and education uh, and supporting the next generation of farmers. So I'm glad I get to spend a bit of time with you and share this with everyone else to uh, unpack that world. Um, so I'm excited, Rob. I'm sure people watching are love this. So let's kick it off. What is your passion, mate? What, what gets you up in the morning? Oh, well, obviously organic farming, Sam, but um, th there's a reason behind that. Um, uh, we think about natural systems and we think about how many kilometres of rainforest are in the world or how many areas of desert, but the biggest biome in the world by far these days is farmland. Mm. Uh, that, that The ecosystems that come out of farmland are the thing that supports the whole world. Uh, and unless we get that balance right around how we farm, uh, then our future doesn't look too bright. You know, the whole world relies on those biomes creating ecosystem services to support everything else. Farmland is the biggest one of the lot, and it's got to pull its weight when creating those ecosystem services, and the, the pathway we're travelling is problematic with that at the moment. Organic farming and agroecology is a pathway to a different way of doing it, and allowing those that farmland to provide its whole role in the landscape, not just producing food. That's, I love that concept because most of the time it's sort of the environment versus humans slash you know, productivity, but uh, the more we can bring it together, I think it's... We have to bring it together. Uh, unless farmland, um, like I said, it's the biggest biome. Mm. And unless we get it right, uh, there's not enough... The rest of the landscape on the earth is not big enough to do it. Mm. Well, I love that answer. So, and so what about specifically with organic farming do you love versus conventional or any other type of farming? Rob, what is, what is there, some nuances there that you... Yeah, a bit because of uh, the, the, um, the, the way that organic farming connects to the way natural systems work. Uh, and, and so it naturally lends itself to that, the idea that the farm is an ecosystem and there's a whole range of outputs and inputs from that ecosystem, not only what we sell at Coles. Uh, and uh, organics does that pretty well most of the time. Mm. Love it. 
So, Rob, touching on our theme, uh, we'll get to the. We we'll, may as well go straight to the big question. Yeah. Right away. How, got some thoughts on how we create this social movement, a movement around organic farming with, with what we're doing with the Ori Co-op. Yeah. Look. Well, first off, um, uh, organic farming has been going for a long time, uh, and uh, it, it continue. And I. I've watched over the 40 years or so I've been involved with it that um, it's continually renewing as new people come on board, new energy. So organic farming, it's it's its greatest strength and its greatest weakness at the same time. We're always reinventing ourselves. Uh, uh, that's great because we're we're growing and finding new paths. The the dangerous side of that or the um, the weakness with that is that the only way this is actually going to happen, building a new movement is it's not about farmers, it's about the people that eat the food. Far farmers can't make a living unless they've got customers. Mm. Uh, and so it's important as we grow these new movements and, and organic changes and, and heads off in different directions that it's very, very clear that the important people in this whole thing aren't the farmers but the customers and they really need to be part of setting the direction. Uh, and that is greatest danger. If we're building a new direction for organic farming and agroecology, then unless we take that direction from our customers, we've got a bit of problem mm. in front of us. That's a really great perspective. I, I remember growing up on the dairy farm in Central Victoria and I'd watch the milk tanker come in yeah. and out. And I always <laughs> wondered who the customers were. I always wondered who were the people who bought yeah. it. And for some reason in farming, that's, that's common. Most people don't, uh, farmers don't see their, their customers. Yep. That's right, and um, you know the, the, at the moment the organic market's growing brilliantly, uh, and uh, which is wonderful. Which basically means there's more customers out there, but those customers have got to be really, really clear on what organics is. And uh, as as organics changes and renews and takes directions, it's got to be very, very clear that everyone's got to be involved in that path, not just a few or not just farmers. Mm, I love it, and I guess coming back to. <clears throat> Ori Co-op, I guess that's the, the driver behind this being a cooperative, is that we want everyone involved in farming. Absolutely, and that's the greatest thing about Ori Co-op, Sam, is that um, every, it, it involves everyone on board rather than just a small group of farmers or something like that. Mm. It's brilliant. Love it. Yeah. All right, Rob, let's, I want to get stuck into the, uh, the organic farming education world. Um, and this question here sort of ties into my passion around getting young people on farms. From your experience, who, who are the type of people who want to become farmers and specifically organic farmers? Yeah, um, uh, uh, we have a very, very typical demographic of students that join us in our organic farming course, uh, and they are uh, young people between the ages of about maybe 24, 25, and maybe 38, 40, something like that, that have very, very often had some other, um, some other career, mm. very likely in the city. Uh, but understand the uh, imperative for change around our food production systems and, and want to be involved in that and feel like they're part of that and want to give back to the world in that pathway. So uh, those people are passionate, intelligent, uh, wonderful, wonderful people. And um, agriculture is so lucky, you know, organic farming in particular is so lucky to have a group of people like that that want to be involved. That's that's really interesting. That uh, so these are, so they've they've gone off. They've done something else. Maybe, did they did they originally have a, a passion for farming? Maybe when they were growing up, or is oh, it a probably. whole brand new? Yeah. Okay. Pro well, look, um, probably or something along the way has triggered them. But they uh, look, they know that there's um, that that's where their passion lies. Mm. But um, as you know as well as because of our uh, our land tenure system in Australia, 
there's a huge blocker to for someone becoming a farmer. <laughs> lots and, of, and, lots uh, of money, is that it, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, at the moment, um, you know, for the last 250 years anyway, uh, individuals have owned pieces of land. Uh, you know, for the 60,000 years before that, it wasn't like that. Mm. Uh, but at the at the moment, the way land tenure is, unless you own it, uh, it's very very difficult to somehow take control of it or getting engaged in it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And hence, we could do another segue to the broader concept of agriculture. We'll pause there. We'll keep unpacking education. Yeah. So, so let's say I'm I'm in that target market, uh, Rob. I'm in between 24 and, and 38, and uh, I've said yes, I want to be a I'm going to be a farmer. I'm going to be an organic farmer. What are yeah. my education opportunities available to me? Where, where do I go? What, what's the first thing I do and where should I head? <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone's a bit different with that, I reckon, Sam. And um, uh, I think the best thing to do is find out what farming's like first. Um, uh, farming's a tough gig. Uh, and, um, and, and it's also... The, the the actual experience of farming is quite different than what often seems from a distance. And so um, going out and actually working with organic farmers, even using the woofer scheme or, or whatever, uh, to, to, make, to double check on your passion mm-hmm. is probably not a, not a bad way to start. Um, it, with it, all of us with our passions we always look at them through rose coloured glasses or green coloured glasses in this case <laughs> and, uh, and uh, it's, it often pays just to make sure that, that the, the, the practice of it is still uh, suits what you do in most cases it still is uh, and, and in that case uh, how do you get the skills and knowledge to, uh, to make the, take the next step this is real challenging because you, you um, if you were going to become a mechanic, uh, you know, uh, diagnosing and fixing, uh, I'm old school, so let's say a carburetor, uh, is the same no matter where you are. Uh, farming's different from one valley to the next, from one region to the next, from one state to the next. And in uh, just around here, I could probably name 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 different forms of farming and different outputs of farming. So um, it's it's not a simple thing to say, I've got to go out and teach myself to be a farmer. Uh, it, it's, um, it's one of the most complex uh, and uh, one of the most variable things there is. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's not like learning to fix a carburetor. Uh, and... Uh, uh, and that's the first thing people need to realise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if we put on top of that, um, the, the, the fact that the farming world is changing so rapidly, um, including climate change, uh, then um, a lot of the skills that we know... Well, the skills I learnt when I, when I went to ag college um, about 100 years ago, it feels like, uh, are totally different from the schools now. And all that knowledge I learnt back then is totally different as well. And that, that, cha- that is changing all the time. So it sounds like, Rob, to summarise what, what you just talked about, there's, there's the practical, do you, even want to, do you really want to do this? Do you realise how yep. tough and tricky it can be? Then yep. there's the, and this is probably what you offer with the, at TAFE New South Wales, it's the structured course. But yep. really it feels like this is having that mindset of, I want to get better at being a farmer, an organic farmer. So every spare hour I have, or before I go to bed, I'm going to listen to podcasts, I'm going to watch YouTube videos. Uh-huh. I'm going to be 
on absolutely, Sam. Is that, is that and, the, the key here as well? Yeah, absolutely. And then and, and then talk talk to people in, that are involved in the industry, like Gallery Co-op and like Cultivate Farms, and uh, uh, to to try and build up a picture of what's going on. Mm. It, it is really it is really a complex business because so in organic farming, what you're really doing is managing an ecosystem. Uh, and um, if there's that much to know about ecosystems, you know, really, if, you, if we find it right down, we know about that much at the moment. Uh, and so you're learning to become an ecologist uh, and work with these variable dynamic systems. Mm. Uh, I love it. I was hoping for a really simple answer there, Rob. No, yeah, well, bad luck, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe you go to ag, ag college and learn industrial agriculture. There oh, yeah, like okay, that's answer. what I like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're well, talking about aspiring farmers so, and relating this back to Oricop. How, how do you see those two worlds uh, coming together, how's Oricorp helping the next generation? Well, uh, um, that, that's the thing about Oricorp and, uh, and uh, a number of others as well, I suppose, is that um, is that we've got these wonderful, passionate people that, that have got the potential to be awesome farmers and and, um, and to be adaptable and, and think about things in a different way, and yet they live in a different world than um, the people that own the land. And uh, Oricorp and Cultivate Farms and wonderful organisations like that have, uh, are really there to try and help those two worlds collide. Mm. Uh, and um, Because if you're a, a passionate farmer in the middle of the city, and I see it with my students all the time, you've got no idea where to start. You know, wh- how do you go about getting a farm? You know, so, um, so really it's about creating those networks and talking to people. And, and, and the first step in all that uh, the first step in this is enabling those people that don't have connections in the industry to create those connections and go out and find something. Otherwise, it's not going to happen at all. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I, I was going to say a similar thing, Rob. I reckon that's yeah. it's about connecting like-minded people. Um, so you can yeah. save time. You don't have to um, be hunting and trawling around the internet. Um, they're all yeah. in, in one great spot around Oricop. And uh, and also, I love the idea that Oricop is solving that land acquisition problem. Uh, and yeah. enabling those good people who want to be able to lease and, and run the farm to get on and do it. Uh, yep, it gives absolutely. Them yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, that that's such a, a wonderful thing. Um, uh, and that uh, as as it grows and as um, people start to become more comfortable with it, um, you know, who knows, this may be the, the majority activity in the future mm. rather, rather than as at the moment with... Uh, you know, people are owning farms and farming and no one else involved. That sounds good. I love it. So, Rob, going back to uh, the farmers and people uh, who, who are aspiring farmers, they come from the city, they've done the education that they want to. Can you, can you unpack, I guess, what you've seen over your career of what a good organic farm <laughs> is and what they yeah, do day to day? Or is there some way, like, or how, is it measured in some way? Right. How, do you, how do you know yeah. you're a good well, farmer? Well, first off... Um, it's got to be realised that um, uh, if you look at a, a, a factory or a business somewhere, uh, the business is there sitting over here and then there's a manager out here somewhere pulling levers and managing and measuring. Uh, that's not really how organic farming and agroecology works. Uh, the, the, the farmer is inside and, and a part of that. Um, and so um, uh, a good organic farmer uh, not only looks but sees 
and uh, and that skill of seeing what you're looking at is is probably the basic skill. And and then a good organic farmer also has a, a re- feels really really connected to the systems, and the complexity of those systems. If um, I I have it on Greengate Farm at the moment, we've we've got an animal health problem. Do we have instruct before? Uh, now, if I was not an organic farmer, I could go and buy a bottle of poison somewhere and fix it today, uh, but I can't. Uh, and the and the sooner and the the more connected and the clearer I see things, the sooner I see that happening, the easier it is to come up with complex solutions to those complex problems. So it's that that ability to feel connected and to to see what you're looking at is probably the main one. So is that to make a, a good farmer? Oh, is that a land trait, or is it innate? Are there some people who just can't be or won't won't have the knack to to do that. Is this what's your sense on that? Oh, I think you can learn it. Uh, I think it takes a while. Uh, it, mo- most people that want to become organic farmers are connected to the environment anyway. That's why they want to do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's that uh, that psychological collection, co- connection which enables that seeing to happen. So it's very often very quick. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like that. It gives hope. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob, this has been great. Let's, I've got one more question and I, and I guess I want to uh, encourage people to, after this hearing this, uh, watching this, go and uh, Google uh, and yep. go do some exploring and try and connect with people. So have you got some examples of maybe some great farming operations out there that are online or, or doing Instagram or any, uh, should they go to the Tafe New South Wales website where, give us well, a couple of uh, uh, specifics that we should go chase up. Wow, Sam. That's such a hard question. <laughs> and the reason why it's such a hard question is that, um, like I said right at the start of this interview, um, farming's different in every valley and there's 50 or 60 different types of farming in that valley as well. Um, so I, I, I think it's probably wise to search far and wide. Mm-hmm. It's probably wise to search really, really closely because often the really, really good operators aren't making so much noise about it uh, and, and so aren't necessarily that easy to find on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit like me. Um, you know, there's a, a few a few people from a previous uh, previous way of communicating, uh, and so it may not necessarily be on on social media. But um, look hard, uh, uh, and and try and and probably look everywhere to try and get your head around uh, locations, specific stuff, and, and and what it means to be a a livestock farmer compared to be a vegetable grower and. All that sort of stuff. So I, don't, I think it's very, very difficult to say. Go and go and check out Joe Blow. He's the he's the go, the dude, you know, because uh, everyone's going to be different. Okay, but I think yeah. they're still hoping that answer, Rob, to get a specific, which I think is get on Instagram and search Absolutely. for people in organic search. in your area uh, yep. or Facebook. Absolutely, or, and uh, go, go to the right. local farmers markets, do yep. do all that sort of stuff, yep. and, and make contacts in the industry and whichever way it is, and find them from there. Yeah, love it. Uh, and generally, because they're passionate, just like you, they would love to meet you and talk to you. Uh, absolutely, and that's what you find, yeah. isn't it? Everyone I yeah, reach yeah, out yeah. to, they're like, "Yeah, let's have a let's have a coffee, let's have a chat." And um, yep. I think it's just a matter of you reaching out in the first place. So, yeah, uh, uh, that's great. So I encourage people to reach out to Ori Co-op. Make sure you uh, get in touch and follow us on social media and uh, join up as a as a member. Um, you can email Rob any time of the day. He's happy to answer any questions. Uh, being on the board I'm happy to as well but uh, Rob thank you very much mate Uh, I appreciate your time appreciate all you do uh, for the farming industry 
as a whole, uh, and uh, it's a pleasure being on the board with you. Good on you, Sam. Thanks, mate. Same to you. Speak soon. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for your attention. We hope you really enjoyed that interview. We are the Organic and Regenerative Investment Cooperative. We would love for you to sign up, become a member, uh, follow us on all the social media accounts, connect with other like-minded people who want to see organic farming thrive across Australia. Uh, Please watch the other videos in our series as well and and share amongst your friends and family. Uh, But please do get in contact. Uh, We'd love to chat.